Introduction Don't Let Your Kids Kill You is a book for parents written by a parent. But it's not for just any parent. The fact is, unless you happen to be one of the rapidly growing numbers of mothers and fathers whose lives have been seriously disrupted by a drug or alcohol addicted child, young, adolescent, or adult, there is little chance you'll be able to relate to what is written in this book. That's because parents of addicted children experience situations that differ nearly beyond belief from those experienced by parents of non-addicted children. As the first and only book on the market that focuses solely on the hurting parent and not the erring child, Don't Let Your Kids Kill You takes the radical view that parents are not, regardless of popular thought, the architects of the raging addicts their kids have become. It defies generalized judgments that parents are to blame for the choices made by their children. I am not, of course, including in this statement the parents with a history of legally accountable sexual, physical, or emotional abuse toward their children. I am in no way qualified to advise those parents, nor can I estimate how much they may have damaged their young. What this book emphasizes is that it isn't our children who are bad, but the drugs they use. This is an important fact to remember, especially when facing the insidious nature of drugs and the results of drug use in a child. Imagine opening a closet door and finding, on the floor, a child curled up in a fetal position with his bong, or returning home after work to discover holes in the wall large enough to slide a dishwasher through, with no one being able to explain how they got there, or finding one's bank account tampered with and hundreds or even thousands of dollars missing, or the terror that reigns in a household when the addicted child is able to physically brutalize parents and other family members. Like many parents who've dealt with drug or alcohol-addicted children, I found myself living a nightmarish existence as my children descended deeper and deeper into unreachable areas. In most cases, kids on drugs metamorphose into abusive, violent, foul-mouthed, antisocial individuals. Such kids do not respect rules, laws, or personal property. They're not only self-destructive, but seemingly intent on destroying everything around them, including the people who care most about them. It is little wonder that the stress upon parents can lead to divorce, career upsets, strokes, heart attacks, and early death. Granger Brown, a family counselor in Helena, Montana, who has worked with chemically addicted children and their parents much of his career, describes the trauma of a parent trying to save his or her addicted child as equal to the trauma of a combat veteran who has blamed himself for the war. As if this monumental self-blame and self-condemnation aren't enough, the mainstream of society is just as eager to point the finger, placing all responsibility for the child's actions squarely on the parent's shoulders, compounding the problem even further. An example of this type parent-hounding occurred not long ago when the courts in a small community in Oregon ruled that should a child commit a felony, it would be the parents who'd be charged. The message to addicted kids couldn't have been clearer. Go out and raise hell. We'll just go after your parents. In other words, if the kids do the crime, the parents do the time. And who said parents can't follow their kids around every moment of the day? In Ohio, a mother was ordered chained to her drug-addicted daughter in an effort to curtail the youngster's negative activities. It is not surprising that the mother had a stroke shortly after this court order and died, at which point the judge ordered the father to take her place. For Los Angeles clinical hypnotherapist and Ph.D. Shira Deitch, whose clients include many parents of addicts, the critical question, the one don't let your kids kill you raises, is what actions are parents supposed to take when loyalty to their children becomes their downfall? Don't let your kids kill you answers this question and shows parents how they can salvage their lives. 
Through relating my own experiences with drug-dependent children as well as those of other parents, this book lets parents know that they are not alone in their confusion and grief. At the very least, this book will help dissolve their sense of isolation, along with the conviction that the addictions of their young are the results of poor parenting. Others That Don't Let Your Kids Kill You is designed to serve are therapists, psychologists, educators, and social workers. This book can also help prepare far-thinking parents of non-addicts who realize that in today's world of increasing drug and alcohol use, it could happen to their children too. The audience for this book is wider still and larger than I ever imagined. I refer to the spouses, children, siblings, and friends of people on drugs and alcohol, many of whom don't even have children. The tenets of Don't Let Your Kids Kill You would apply just as much were the title to change to Don't Let Your Kids, Parents, Siblings, Friends, Lovers, Boss, or anyone else, for that matter, kill you.